0: Bilky, we're back. We are back. I'm excited. It's, it's been a while. It's been a
1: hot minute. How was your holidays and such?
0: It was great seeing my family. It was great just taking a little break and uh, getting our lives back on track, you know?
1: Oh. It feels good, man. Yes, I, I absolutely know how you feel, but, Bilky, there were some things that happened over the last couple of weeks in the world of nerdum that we need to discuss ASAP. I am very excited. Well, let's get the intro music going and get it on. <laughs> Welcome back to a little bit of nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. As usual, I'm your host, Jalen Holston, and joining me as always is none other than the one and the only Mr. Bilkey. How are you doing today, sir? I've had an excellent day, Jalen. I
0: misread my homework that <laughs> it doesn't start for another month, and I got it all done because I was panicking. So I am sitting comfortably right now. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I usually wait until the last day to do my homework, and now I'm a whole month ahead. So,
1: well, the tides have turned. The tides
0: have turned.
1: <laughs> well, on today's show, Spider-Man may be appearing in the new Venom spin-off film from Sony Pictures. The trailer of Sci-Fi's new Krypton show dropped as well. Another Black Panther trailer dropped during the uh, college football championships, and uh, we have a little review of a new CW show called Black Lightning. Yes! Milky actually watched this one. Yeah, it, he asked me to watch it. just to... <laughs> began.
0: <laughs> he asked me to watch it yesterday, and I didn't. But I watched it right before the pod, so it's fresh. Lord, yes.
1: Well, let's get into it. First and foremost, Spider-Man and Venom. Now, there has been some speculation on whether or not Spider-Man's Tom Holland would appear in the news Venom spinoff movie from Sony Pictures because of that whole sharing Spider-Man situation they got going on. Uh, but Collider's Collider movies, John Snep had or John Schnepp had some interesting things to say on his hero show the other day. Allegedly, there are some set photos of Tom Holland on the set of Venom, so he could be making a cameo appearance. Bilky, do you like this?
0: Um, one hundred percent. I was really afraid of this Venom movie not containing Spider-Man, so the fact that he might he may or may not make a small cameo warms my heart.
1: I feel the exact same way. Uh as you know, I have boycotted this film since I heard about it, mainly because of its premise of a venom film without Spider Man, which makes zero sense.
0: It Okay, so I I was reading <laughs> what? And I know they're trying to I, I guess the director, I don't know his name. Is it Schnep? Is he directing it? He is not. He's okay. just a
1: he was the reporter that broke the story of the uh set photos
0: today right so i read somewhere i don't remember where but supposedly they're trying to stick to the comics as closely as they can and i don't understand how that's possible without spider-man being in the film in
1: some shape or fashion there needs to be addressed that the symbiote suit came from peter parker or somewhere like i just don't i can't sell like the movie could be great but I'm sorry, it's one of those little things like that's not a possibility without Spider-Man. It's not. It's not something you can just write around. Exactly. How are you going to have Eddie Brock without Peter Parker? Oh, it doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. And if Jameson's not in this movie, I'm going to be freaking pissed, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I don't I don't think we're getting J.K. back for this one. But oh, it, I doubt it. If we did, that w- wouldn't that just be wonderful?
0: It, you might as well pay homage to the people who set it up for you to make this movie, even though you're
1: already doing it incorrectly. It's fair. Uh, so does this make you more enticed to see the Venom movie, or are you still kind of— Like me, where it's like, I will see it when it comes out on DVD and or Netflix. I will be giving no money to the theaters to view (laughs) this
0: film unless I get a for-sure confirmation that Spidey will be in the film.
1: I feel the exact same way. On to Black Panther. There was another trailer that dropped during the college football championship, which is a a rigged uh, sporting event here in America where the College of Alabama has to win every national championship despite having... (sighs) Every possible way to not be in a college championship game. I, Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, after the
0: Brady rule and all that stuff started coming out, football just really fell off my <laughs> radar. So corrupt
1: system indeed. Yes,
0: absolutely.
1: But hey, we got some nerdy stuff out of it. Now, I liked this trailer a lot. We got a little bit more of Wakanda. We got to see the Spirit Realm kind of deal where he can commune with the previous Black Panthers some more. We got a couple more shots of Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger. So I really enjoyed that as well, uh, Bill. You didn't, you haven't seen it, right? You, you stayed away from this one. Yes, I did stay away. Um, like your one of your
0: favorite artists, Todd Nock does. Yes. he he refuses to watch the trailer, so that way he can just be blown away in the theaters. And I, well, I watched the first Black Panther just because I had to see it. You have the, to. He, I had to know that it was really being done. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> it is real. I am telling you now, it is real. But I refuse to watch any more trailers that come out just because I adore this character
1: and I would like to see it fresh. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I, I have to watch this. I, first of all, it's just a time where we're getting a lot of representation in the African-American community and superheroes. So this film for me is, I'm they already have my money. Uh, so I don't need to see any more trailers. I thought this one was very, very, very good. Cannot wait for, was it February 16th or something? Uh, some I know it's February.
0: It's something like that. Right. Um, I do keep up on the posters that they put out because I think they're
1: done brilliantly. So they're... I do enjoy looking at those if that yes. has anything to help with. <laughs> it does. So we have this Black Panther film, of course, and Marvel is known for their ensemble films like The Avengers and whatnot and Captain America Winter Soldier. So, Bilky, what... If there were any Avengers you would like to see pop up in Black Panther, which ones would you like to see, if if any? Hmm, that is a tough one.
0: Honestly, I think it'd be cool to see the Vision before Infinity Wars comes out because so I spoiler. know, yeah, I know he's not going to last <laughs> very long due to the gem on his forehead.
1: He's toast, mate. Okay, spoiler alert. Even though the, like it, it's he's not toast. a spoiler, come he's on, he's toast, mate. Like use some common sense. There's an, there's a certain amount of Infinity Stones. One of them keeps someone alive on the Avengers. So and it's Thanos. It's not like he isn't going to get his gauntlet completed. So
0: just show me the vision one more time please. Please because I like his character in these movies.
1: But honestly, give it give the screen to Black Panther. I don't need to see much else. Excellent. I I'm on the same boat. Uh I think the most likely candidates if any Captain America or Black Widow because you know, it's just one of those things. Um but like if I had to go like a fantasy pick for with no other reason of Just I want to see them on screen. I think it'd be cool to see like Ant Man drop in for some reason. Oh yeah, literally no reason at all. I would just like to see Ant Man what he would do in Wakanda. Like he's (laughs) miniature and then he walks up to like a lion or something. Yeah, I want some comic relief from Ant Man if he's in there. (laughs) Oh, and by the way,
0: just a little hot take. Twenty eighteen is the year of Michael B. Jordan. Uh, Low key
1: though, it might be.
0: Yes, he has a lot. It's um, I know Creed two, um, he's. Damn it, I had a whole list because I saw it (laughs) earlier. He's got a lot of good films
1: coming out. Oh, he's doing Fahrenheit 451. Oh, Lord, that looks good. Yes, so the year of the Jordan is upon us. Yes, and he had a similar year there back in, like, 2016 or so. He made, like, Fruitvale Station, and then he made the first Creed. Uh, and then, obviously, now he's making Black Panther, the two movies you just mentioned. He was in so, Fantastic Four as well, but we won't talk about that, that one. <laughs> I'm going to put that one on a I-had-to-get-the-paycheck kind of deal. You know that's what I fine. Mean? Get your check. You got to get your check sometimes. So in this Black Panther film, Bilky, what, uh, what is – like? If you, have, you are, if you have to walk away with one thing for your money out of this film, what do you need? I need ass whoopings. <laughs> That's what I need. Brutality. I want to see
0: them Okay, so in the comics Black Panther is a very nimble fighter. He is quick and effective. I want to see him use all of his tenacity to its
1: full extent. Excellent. That's what I would like to see. I'd like to just see Wakanda. I just want I just want to be in that world and I know I'm going to get it already. So, for me it's 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 just seeing this beautiful lush like the colors in these trailers are amazing in the costume design and i like how it's it's traditional african culture but yet it's like future sci-fi mixed in so it's but you know hollywood really could have fudged this up but we're at a time right now where we're getting films like this that have diversity in them and they're showing us a different side of the world and i really would like this film to kind of feel different from the rest of the marvel films as as you could say um, and from the trailers, that's hopefully what we're getting, you know? Yes, hopefully. Because the world – I
0: can't change the worldview. The world views Africa is a very far-behind-to-where-we-are-now nation or yes. continent, I yes. should say, not a nation. But the beauty about Wakanda is they're so far ahead of what the rest of the world is, and it's just so hidden, and they keep their
1: their culture so pure. And I hope that they do it justice. I absolutely hope they do as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing Black Panther. I believe that comes out February 16th. Uh, I will probably in the theater, be in the theater, and we'll probably do a review. I hope. I mean, honestly, we're probably going to go together. <laughs> That's a real reality. Let's be completely honest, because <laughs> it's not like we're doing anything for Valentine's Day. Yes. <laughs> Singles awareness begins now. I'm cool with that. I, you can be my date for Black Panther, dude. That sounds awesome. Biggity bet. On to DC TV stuff, where usually Jalen recaps The Flash and uh, Bilky doesn't watch any of the shows, but this week, until now, <laughs> I am finally in
0: the middle of a show. And
1: plot twist, he watched one. Uh, Black Lightning premiered this week. Bilky, just initial thoughts on Black Lightning, real quick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's my initial thought. Black
0: Lightning is amazing. I was blown away from the first scene. I literally tweeted... After listening to four seconds of the audio, because they brought in Billie Holiday, who's a favorite artist of mine, yes, and I was like, okay, this is going to be awesome. I love the family roots that are driven home in this,
1: and it's it's looking amazing, dude. Yes, absolutely. For those of you who don't know anything about Black Lightning, Black Lightning centers around Jefferson Pierce. Uh, he made a choice to hang up his suit and his secret identity uh, like nine or so years ago. He used to be the vigilante known as Black Lightning. He would uh, he was In pursuit of Tobias, I think, what is his last name? Tobias. uh, I don't know. They didn't say it in the show. But anyways, um, he killed his father. So that was the main goal of Black Lightning back then was to just get revenge on Tobias for killing his father. He kind of achieved that and also inspired the black community. Uh, He then had to just forcibly remove himself from those veins because he had a wife and two daughters. And it kind of just got out of control. So he's retired. He's done. But these streets never settle. They never do. The 100 are here. Yes, so his daughter gets into a bit of a scuffle at a uh, little club scene scenario, and it takes takes a lot, but he does come back, and by the end of the episode, he is, again, Black Lightning reborn. Bilky, favorite moments, favorite things that you liked about Black Lightning? Um, okay, so I
0: liked that... The concept of his family being the reason he steps away is also the same reason he puts himself back in the suit. Isn't that beautiful? Yes, it's the only thing to take him away, and now it's the only thing bringing him back in. Yes, it's cool that he, um, his tailor friend, the guy I don't know his name, his Al- his Alfred, yes, Gamby. <laughs> his Alfred actually played Raiden in the Mortal Kombat. I was going to say that. So the God of Lightning (laughs) is creating suits for Black Lightning. Very cool, very cool.
1: That's a deep cut, my friend. Thank you. Well done. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) I did a bit of research for this one. Um, This show is ballsy from start to finish. Uh, I just want to say that right now. Uh, Especially in this particular time in America, to have a show like this come out and not try to be so PC is kind of amazing. Uh, my, in particular, I'm talking about the second scene in the entire show. It's where they're driving home from the banquet at uh, Garfield High School with his two daughters, and he has to get pulled over by those two white cops, and his daughters start videotaping stuff. It's very trendy what's happening right now, and they have a woman in the back of their police car, and she had a description from a liquor store robbery, and it was just a black male, black male right? Something that happens literally every day. You've probably seen some Facebook video about it. Um, but the way the show does it, it doesn't, I don't know, it doesn't come off as very cheesy and overdone. Like, when other CW shows, like, when Arrow, Flash, DC try to do, like, uh, the, the political, you know, knocks, it's very blatant. It's not creatively well done, but this show did it in this scene so beautifully. Because he gets out of the car, and the officers are leaving, and he, and he just makes this great speech about, like, oh, really, the description was a black male wearing a suit, driving a mid-sized sedan, driving his two teenage daughters home. And I just as soon as that was said, I, I almost was like, wow, this is this is amazing. Jefferson Pierce
0: so far is the model citizen. Yeah. He's a he's a fantastic role model for all young children who are gonna end up watching this. I noted that the actor's name is Cress Williams,
1: and he's so relatable. Yes, very, you know very what I mean? much. Like I believe he's a a dad and a principal more than I do that he's Black Lightning. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, hundred
0: percent. Because that's where his priorities are. It's protecting the community from a standpoint where he doesn't have
1: to hide behind a mask. Right, and he's teaching nonviolence. It's a very Martin Luther King esque type of mentality that this guy has. And I, my other favorite scene was when he shuts down Will when he comes to the school and tries to shoot one of his daughters after yes. the club confrontation. He grabs him. Like, he's about to whip out the pistol. He gets in there real quick. He's like, what you about to do right now? Exactly. What, what you about to do right now? Shoot up a school? The bunch of white cops will come in here. They'll shoot you down real quick. Exactly. Cameras everywhere. Like, think about what you're doing right now. I, and the fact that he did that without any doing the, like, kung fu moves or whatever, it was just like the way Cress Williams delivered the line. The facial expressions, the rhythm that he delivered it, it was beautiful. It was perfect. Oh, and that suit is what's drawing me in even more. Because I've seen other
0: suits from The Flash and stuff like that, yeah. and I'm like, oh, these are so corny. But that <laughs> suit is fierce, man. So you
1: like the suit. I do like the suit, actually. I'm kind of 50-50 on the suit. Once the scenes kind of got going, it grew on me more. I actually like the suit he had before from their old days.
0: Yeah, like to be the, honest, yeah. in the film he or the little video shorty watches about the old man whose life he saved. That's yes. it was cool. Can't even lie. He did get flamed by the old man a little bit. And then I <laughs> like that scene from Crest. I wonder if that was ad-libbed or not. I feel like it might have been. Who knows, who knows. But the um, the lightning bolts on his chest, they were I don't know what they were doing, but it caught the bullet, and it was almost like it was active lightning. It like absorbed it absorbed it or something? Yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, this suit
1: is pretty badass. It was pretty dope when he jumped off the roof and just like just explosions, oh, yes. and then the music started. I was like, oh, we're here. Let's
0: go. And at the end when he's just roasting Will's chest, he's, oh, is that your car? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. it was nice. Oh. Boom, blows can, his shit can up. Can we
1: address? This man does a Hadouken. Okay, Spoil- full spoiler alert, this man does a full-on Hadouken blast to a gangster at this hotel, and I was like, yes!
0: Yeah, I saw the, um, there's like a big, um, I don't even know what you call it, a big panel behind him, and it, it runs electricity, obviously. I saw the little, the little red triangle with the lightning bolt in it, and I was like, oh, this is not good for that man. He, <laughs> this is not good for him, he's on the wrong side of that. You should not have picked a fight with him.
1: Um, one other thing that I that I noted and that I really, really enjoyed about this show, um, we get to see a divorced couple that doesn't hate each other. Oh my god, finally. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. It's so rare to see that on TV and that's such a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you get like people get divorced and it's just like it just wasn't it didn't work out. They're still nice to each other. They still like each other. They're they're just not good. Like, two good people, not good together kind of thing.
0: Exactly. His wife didn't leave him because – or ask for the divorce because she hated him. She hated what he was doing and that it could have killed him, and she didn't want to see him like that.
1: That line in the flashback when he's in the tub and he's been shot up by Tobias because he kind of lost that fight or whatever. And she's like, you might as well be a crackhead. And I was like, damn.
0: Yeah, because his daughter got to see him. She's like, Daddy, why are you bleeding so much? Yeah,
1: dude. Man, this show is so good.
0: It's cool that Tobias is an albino.
1: Yeah, I thought that was very interesting that they made... Like, it's kind of like a black man taking down a white man, but not really. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> um. So let's talk about Tobias for a bit. As a villain, this dude's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I... um. What stuck with me the first scene you see with Tobias, he drops the dude in the piranha tank. Oh lord! And I was like, oh shit, okay, he really doesn't care. Neither does the lady with him because she didn't even turn nope. her head around. Nope. She's like, oh yeah, that dude's <laughs> being eaten behind me. Uh, okay. His flesh is being absorbed by puny fish. And he made this motion with his hands where he like cupped them together through his and like squeezed his thumb. And it's a I don't power know. Stance, yes, it was a is. really well done, great cinematography so far. Shout out to the CW for that one. You're doing well. Um, when he shot Lala with the hook, with the quickness, dude, there was no hesitation. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, he's a savage. And you started pulling him in like, hey, answer these questions or this
1: is going to start to hurt really bad. And what's funny about this show is that, you know, we talk about stakes a lot. And that's why a lot of people don't like these CW shows because there's no real stakes, right? To me, like Black Lightning has an endless amount of problems compared to Arrow, The Flash, uh the legends of tomorrow whatever just and supergirl obviously uh that show's just garbage <laughs> uh, <laughs> garbage it, it's really bad and i will i will finish it through because i've already started it but it's it's terrible um but i mean he can defeat a gangster and that Part of town, and, and that's fine. But then someone else is coming right behind him to get revenge because he killed that gangster because it affects now the business of that other gangster in the other side of town. Exactly. Like it's just endless, you know what I mean? And he talks about it when he goes in to see Gambi after that first bit of fighting he does. Um, and it's just, it, man, it, like how does he win? You know?
0: He's black lightning. That's, that's how he wins.
1: It's crazy. Oh, really cool scene at the end with yes. his daughter very cool scene. We get a little hint that one of his daughters has superpowers and for fun facts, in the comic book lore, both his daughters do have thunder or er, do have uh, superpowers and their nicknames are Thunder and Lightning. Yes, that is amazing. So I think that's the the other cool thing. It's like a mini version of the Incredibles. Like it's going to be like a family superhero show, I think by season 2. And I will be cool with that. I will be very cool with that. And I'm interested to see where it goes and Let's make some some predictions now that we've seen this first episode of what could happen next with these characters or whatnot. Um, I'm going to take a hot take. I'm going to say that his oldest daughter is going to be the first to find out that he's Black Lightning. Uh, and then I think she already knows or has an idea. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She's a very insightful child, uh, that one. So I think she's going to find out first, and I think out of the two of them, she'll be the first one to kind of get supered up if you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. with a suit and actually going out with her dad. I think they're going to stall out the little sister as long as possible.
0: All right, here's my hot take since you had one. Going off your idea, stalling the little sister, I think
1: the series
0: ends with the little sister dating Static Shock. Ooh, that would be a hot take. And Cress, or I, I, I guess I won't use his real name. Uh, was it Jefferson Pierce? Yes. Jefferson starts to like this boyfriend because clearly she has poor taste in men so far, and she just wants to party and rebel a bit. She's going to start dating Static Shock. He's going to go under uh, Black Lightning's wing, and then, boom, Static Shock is the next series. That would
1: be amazing. Um, I think that is a hot, hot take. Oh, super hot. I don't know if that'll work out. I but. think if they were going to drop Static Shock, I would say— a, if I had to get an educated guess, based on my history with DCTV, that would be like a, a mid-season 2 character introduction, and then by season 3 we would get a full static shock. But I do think, there is no doubt in my mind, we are going to get a live-action static shock. I, I know nothing's been said, I know nothing's been speculated or hinted at by the show writers, but come on, dude. Like, if we're watching Black Lightning, there's a whole generation of 90s kids that know about Black Lightning and his lore and his mentorship. To uh, Static Shock, let's just get it done. So, if you want to make my
0: day, CW, the first time I see Static Shock in his suit, you better play that theme song. Oh, You better play that theme song. Yes. (laughs)
1: Oh, man. What a
0: show. It actually has a good theme song, too. Black Lightning. It really does. The little uh, rap they do in between. And uh, I
1: like how urban it feels. It's DC's Luke Cage.
0: Yes, 100%, really but and they're I doing it better.
1: That, oh, God, yes. I
0: don't. I didn't think I'd ever say that, but yes, I am actually <laughs> buying into a DC TV show.
1: So give this a see it or n-
0: don't see it for the folks at home, Milky. Multiple reasons you should see it. It's phenomenal, it's phenomenal, and it's free on the CW website if you don't watch it on TV. That's exactly. That's how I viewed it
1: today. And um, they make brief mention about other vigilantes and superheroes, this is a show you guys can literally jump on right now if you have not watched any CW TV, Like, you can hop on this show right now, get on the bandwagon, and then if he ever crosses over with the other shows, which I honestly, I hope he doesn't. I'd like him to just stay in his own little show. I don't need to see him cross over with Arrow or The Flash or Supergirl or DC or uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I don't need that. I think Black Lightning has enough on his plate as it is that – he would just be doing that instead of helping them, to be honest. Yeah, the
0: way I see it, if they bring in those other characters, it's because those shows need help.
1: Honestly, like absolute help.
0: Yeah, because I feel like Black, Black Lightning on its own, and I'm someone who has not watched any CW shows, and I just jumped in right now. This show's already far superior to what I thought it could be. And I didn't even have bad intentions coming in. Exactly, it's it blew me away, and it's like a forty-five
1: minute first episode. It's it's awesome for me. This is the best pilot of any DC TV superhero show. Fact. Well done. Well done. Uh, I'm gonna give this a hard see it. Please God, get some get some love and and see this uh, this show. Um, but speaking of other DC TV news, this one isn't on the CW, Key. This one on March twenty-first will be coming to the Sci-Fi Channel, and it's called Krypton. May have heard of it.
0: Yeah, so I just watched this like <laughs> right before we started this pod and I was sold from the first scene. You can ask Jayla. I I saw <laughs> you two said seconds. Sweet
1: God, sweet god, I love it already. <laughs> um, so this show is about kalel or Superman or Clark Kent's grandfather and how he fought a just I guess there's some kind of rebellion or orchestrated Krypton to its freedom, essentially, uh, before the eventual demise from the you know, the... Uh, Saw it and, you know, that, that whole that thing. bastard, that whole scenario. But anyways, um, but I, I love this trailer. I loved it. The music was cool. We got to see a lot of stuff. We got, an, like, not even five seconds in, we had a Superman reference. And there's going to be so many. I, can't, I, I can already tell. Um, I don't know if you got this vibe, but I got a very Game of Thrones vibe to this show. I don't know why, but I did.
0: Did you? Uh, now that you mention it, I could see where that vibe would come from. Come from. Th- 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 <laughs> Words are hard. Words are hard. It's hey, been a been, couple been weeks, off. man. Come off, on. You know, <laughs> Get back into it. Um, I think this show is gonna be. Good on the sci-fi i'm glad it's not on the cw yeah because sci-fi can take it a little further and apply much more serious tones and i think that's where the game of thrones reference could
1: come from and i think the budget is a little higher for sci-fi too like you saw that w- there's the there's one shot in the trailer where it pans up to, the, uh, to a city in krypton it looked like a downtown area or something but it looked gorgeous
0: yeah absolutely the last show i watched on sci-fi was probably battlestar galactica oh baby and they did great with that and we've progressed how many years since
1: that ended i think sci-fi is going to knock this out of the park one of my favorite shows is the magicians and that was on sci-fi and you want to talk about what can be pushed on that channel dude they're going to be they're going to be going deep and i think it's going to be great to get some more just some more history on krypton because with there's a very limited amount of things that we know man of steel did a cool thing of expanding on it a little bit from Jor-El's perspective mm-hmm. but like to see how it was formed before then, before he even got to that point, is very interesting to me. Yes. I think the jump
0: past Superman's father to his grandfather is an excellent, excellent idea. It's like seeing Goku's like Goku's grandfather. Oh
1: man, that'd be crazy.
0: Right, because we see Bardock and we get backstory on Bardock, but what happens prior to him. Right. So it's cool. I mean in the trailer I don't wanna spoil it for everyone, but one of the lines they say is your grandson is going to become like the greatest hero to ever exist and that just ignites a fire in his grandfather to save this save this country or world or whatever yeah dude
1: continent thing city existence sci-fi space um words
0: (laughs) exactly he knows he has to survive that much more now because his
1: descendant is going to save countless more people exactly so do you where do you think the show goes? Do you think we get an introduction? Do we do we see jor at some point? Uh, as a child, probably. That's what I'm thinking. I like, think we see a mean? baby jor Do you think the series ends with jor like as an adult and him like as kind of an older guy, or is it? I'm just trying to figure out a direction here.
0: Honestly, I don't even know where they're going to go. I need to see the pilot, at least. That's i what I'm saying. There's just so much March that is couldn't so far happen. Away. I know, it's sad. But we do have Black Panther to look forward to in February. Oh, sweet so God. And then Black Lightning's going to fill that gap in between those times. You're darn right it is. There's a lot of good media coming out.
1: Yes. But moving right along on this caboose, uh, video games, Bilky. Uh, in the realm of video games... There's a little thing called Tomb Raider. I don't know if any of you ever played it. Good God. There is a new movie trailer starring Alicia Vikander, in case you guys didn't know. And this was amazing. Bilky, what did you like about this new Tomb Raider trailer? I liked that... Okay, so
0: after seeing the first Tomb Raider trailer, I made comments about how badass Alicia Vikander is and how she's just ripped and just beating ass. Sure, she is a very attractive Hollywood actress. But the way they portray her in here is like sexual nature doesn't even come across her mind she is just so goal driven and yes. so badass that it's drawing me in like never before <laughs> i don't <laughs> never it, before. honestly <laughs> like i'm more attracted to watch her accomplish goals than to see booty shaking around i don't need that's that what I was
1: saying uh alicia vikander is bae um but i think this is the thing that's gonna make this tomb raider such a more enjoyable thing She's a better actress than Angelina Jolie at the particular time than she made the first couple Tomb Raider movies. So her line delivery, the way she's going to be able to convey the story of whatever mm-hmm. they're doing, um, is an immediate, I have to see this. Like, I have to see this movie.
0: Their action sequences look way better. Oh, and my God. My only hope is that they aren't giving me all the action, like, take my breath away scenes in the trailer. Right.
1: That's a, that's a scare of mine, too. Um, but I, even if they are... Good God, do I? That's a. That's got to be like an AMC Dolby. Yeah, one, I mean, you know, yeah, go see that on a huge screen with surround, IMAX or something. That's man. what I'm saying. It looks like a, a fun popcorn movie. And you mentioned this earlier. She's not. It's it's not an over overly sexualized freaking female lead. She's just a badass chick that's beating heads in the jungle and stuff, and jumping and, off and, of cliffs and exactly. Yeah, like that's a ocean scene. Oh that the ocean was awesome. scene looks amazing. That was awesome. We had some Beyoncé in there too. Almost Oh yes. <laughs> I thought I was like this could, I heard it start in the trailer and I was like, "Oh god, this is going to go one of two ways. I'm either going to get really turned off from this trailer or I'm going to like it." But they kind of adjusted the score of it a little bit, so I was like, "Okay, that kind of worked for me, but um yeah. I'm, I'm not sure who the actor is who's going to play the the villain in this, but He's already pissing me off, so that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> he is doing his job well. Exactly. Yes. Um, so, yeah, definitely check out the new Tomb Raider trailer, and I can't remember the exact time it's coming. I think it's just next year. Uh, it's either end of this year or next year that comes out, but, I mean. Keep it on your radar it's, for sure. It's going to be fun, at least, if you want a good popcorn movie to go see. Um, it's uh, It's time to talk about some other video game stuff. If any of you are familiar with the game League of Legends, Season 8 is upon us. Yes, it, it started on the 16th, so we're a couple days in. Yes, it's your time to climb. If you're in bronze, good luck. If you're <laughs> above bronze, good luck. It's, it's that time where you get in with some toxic people and shatter your keyboard in frustration. Yes, but <laughs>
0: prior to keyboard shattering, you will get super inspired if you watch the new cinematic trailer they put out. Holy shit, Jalen! Uh,
1: amazing cinematic i loved literally moments and moments and moments of this cinematic i don't know who the studio is that creates these but they're so beautiful they really are i
0: don't know how they do it honestly and you
1: already know what my favorite part of the cinematic was there's a champion named talia she's basically an earthbender, and she goes ham in this cinematic she's like dodging lightning from some i think that champion might be um uh not, maybe maybe Karthus or something? I don't know. But anyways. It
0: could be Zerith honestly. It could be
1: Zerith too. Um, but she's, like, dodging lightning or whatever, and she and all of a sudden she just builds this huge wall, and she's surfing, and she goes upside down, and I'm like, no! Yes. That's it is amazing. amazing.
0: Oh, and I got to see Yasuo. You know how I feel uh. about Yasuo. And that wind wall. He's playing his flute while arrows are just landing within, and he's like, a foot radius, <laughs> and he just looks annoyed. <laughs> he's like, oh, really? Peasants. Where they ash it and your arrows are going exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do we get to see? Awesome, uh, Echo. We got to see Echo. Blitzcrank. I love seeing the Blitzcrank ult, and then I knew Riot was gonna do something cheeky with him, and they did. If you listen closely, you can hear Blitzcrank's laugh after he ults, which is hilarious.
1: <laughs> get to see Alawi. Oh my god, that those was cool. tentacles looked beautiful underwater yes. with Misfortune going too, bro. It looked dope. Uh, play league of legends (laughs) so if you are getting your climb on we have collected a list uh between the two of us and also courtesy of by he's on um uh the youtubes he's a very good streamer very good if you are new to the game like myself uh or you know even if you're an experienced player he's got tips for diamond five and plats and all that good stuff that's p-h-y-l-o-l yes definitely check out his channel on youtube but we're going to give you some champions to uh, to use or to try to ban, possibly, if you're in your ranked matchups. We'll, so we'll start in the bottom lane, or the attack damage carry roll, as they call yes. it. Yes. Uh, so a, to- a good recommendation right now is Vayne.
0: My bread and butter.
1: So the meta's changed a bit. It's, n- it's not so much a poke uh, meta anymore like it was before this new patch. So the one thing that could have killed Vayne is now gone. And it's time to unleash the undead killer herself. Yes. Shauna Vane is here to hunt you through the night.
0: <laughs> because this season for me is all about who can snowball the hardest. Yes. I'm seeing a return of NASA's everywhere. I'm seeing Shivanas again. Please, please, God, do not let Dr. Mundo come back into this meta. Oh, God. I will probably stop playing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen,
1: I... hate mundo so much it's
0: it's rough whenever he's uh whenever he's in the meta man he really is but what i'm loving is that there are more champions that are able to be played in certain areas that they weren't prior so myself i enjoy a top lane nunu i'm seeing top lane nunus at higher elo which makes me happy because then i will just play it because i I, like i don't know i can and
1: i don't care if it's a bad matchup I agree, I agree. The next one on our list was Zaya, of course. She's one of the newer champions in the game. Has those beautiful feathers and that ultimate is gonna get you pentas like nobody's business. Absolutely.
0: And if you need and see, the beautiful thing about the snowball is you can do it in separate ways. If you're playing the Tristana, that was the other one on our list. Yes she's going to bust down turrets like you would not believe. Oh my god, yes.
1: And she's a actually a really safe pick if you don't like Vayne or Zaya because she has her hop where she can get away, and she has the other ability, I think it's her E, where she just shoots you backwards if they're really coming That's her in hope. on you. So, yeah, really good picks there for ADC. I'm going to throw a sleeper pick in there that no one in high elo or even low elo is going to say, but low key, I think Ash is back. You think Keep Ash is back? I low-key think Ash is back because I honestly, even two metas ago, like when I started playing, when she was brand new, obviously she was busted. Then she went down and got her nerfs and everything, and she's kind of been here and there. I've seen her in some like games, but honestly, I she is really good. If you get the fleet footwork uh, uh, rune page with the Inspiration Keystone... She's a really hard champ to kill, and I've seen her a lot, and she's not banned a lot. So, Oh yeah, she'll make it through every pick and ban,
0: keep, 100%. Keep
1: Ash on your radar. She might be a sleeper pick bot lane. Hmm, that means my sleeper pick will be Ezreal. is also a fantastic pick this yes, meta. Yes, run the Kleptomacy,
0: and just build the Triforce. He's oh yeah. doing a ridiculous amount of damage right now, and if you can get kills on him early on the vein or something like that, she's not going to be able to farm how she needs to. So... Ash and Ezreal sleeper picks, but let's move on to the mid lane.
1: The mid lane. So the top champion in the mid lane, fucking Malzahar. My oh my god, god. he is, is a terrifying dumb champion. Busted with his ultimate right now, and his CC and and uh, team fights is so useful. So if you're a mid laner and you're against or you're got your first pick and you don't pick a Malzahar, make sure you ban the Malzahar because if not, you're done, mate.
0: Exactly, he locks up all the other big people on our list, which could be a Katarina, for example. She is extremely strong right now. All you have to do is point and click with your right, with
1: your R. She's yep. locked down. The rest of your team should jump on it, and it's done, done, done. Exactly, Katarina is the and more riskier pick in the mid lane, but uh, we all know about what happens when you get a snowballed cat at about 17 minutes in the game, and it's, oh, geez, that's GG's. Yes,
0: just just pretend you're Skara, <laughs> slam your face on the keyboard, and S- pentakill. Squeeze your cheeks. Squeeze <laughs> your cheeks. Xerath oh. is another big one I saw on the list.
1: Oh, yes. Xerath is back, baby. His stuns and his damage right now is outrageous. On average, he's usually top one or two champions in damage dealt per game. At any level. So, yes. if you're a mid laner, and you're kind of new to mid laning, and you can somehow get him through the ban phase, pick a Zerith. For the love of God, pick a Zerith. Rush your spell book, you'll be fine. Exactly. He's great at keeping
0: distance and hitting you from a range. And, actually, you know what's funny? Today, I played with a scripter. Oh, He was playing no a Yes, he was hitting literally every Q. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And he goes, don't <laughs> tell anyone. I am scripting. Oh, and my God. And I was God. like, oh, my God, really? This guy. Towards the end of the game, of course, I
1: mean... Walter douche, uh, Brand is also back in this meta. Low key, um, you see, you're gonna see him more in the support role for now. But mid lane, again, good CC, good damage, awesome champion. Yes. So like, if you pick a, if your team ends up going all
0: AD and you're the support role, Brand is a great mage for. If you can land your skill shot, great disengage. Build the Rylai's, and you have so much like I don't even know. you your ults hitting everyone. Your E with your uh, with your blaze passive already is touching everyone. Lots of slows, lots of damage. Yes. And by by the time
1: people start to focus you, the rest of your team should already be bursting them shredded down. Shredded down. Easily. Easily shredded down. We literally just played a game with a brand. I was playing Ash in the uh, in bot lane. You were a jungle. And our brand ended up with more kills than I did. He had like 15, 7, and twelve. Like 23 yeah, he was just or doing retarded damage because he was just ccing everyone, and like the damages were there. So brand is definitely in there. Um, sleeper pick for the mid lane. You know, you know, what I'm gonna say who is it? It's Talia, baby. <laughs> uh, her scaling and her wall ability. If you can, if you're good at it, you know, if you play it at least two hundred matches like I have uh, on her, you can really affect games late with it uh, and you're also your ability to kite up and down the map dude you can change the game and split push with her really easily once you get it going
0: yes fedly is quite scary for my sleeper pick um I'm, I might go with the Aurelian soul or the Azir
1: I've seen a lot of Aurelian soul he's yes. kind of getting back in there
0: he is uh, these runes are really helpful for him honestly
1: even on the LPL I've seen Aurelian soul getting picked a lot it's just a very useful champion right now in the jungle top champion selections Shivana. We know, 100%. We know right 100%. now. 100%. She is busted. Absolutely crazy damage. a Good escape ability. Good engage and disengage for your team. Tower shredding ability. She can 1v1. She can 1v1. She can, 1v1. She can 1v7 at this Honestly, point. Honestly. <laughs>
0: even if you give up. I played against a Shyvana the other day. She started 0-3. I was counter jungling quite
1: well. And they still just shit stomped us. Yep. Because she is a busted champion. Yep. Right now, she is too good. Uh, back in the meta is Mr. Warwick. He kind of took a nap there for a bit during Worlds. We didn't see him a whole lot, but uh, that guy is back. Oh, my God. This is what she, this is how you play Warwick. You <laughs> farm, <laughs> you get one kill,
0: you buy a TMAT, and the game is over. <laughs> Please don't finish your Tiamats if you buy them, by the way. Get uh... the Tiamat, finish your Cinder Hulk, buy a Spirit Visage, win game.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Next pick for the jungle, Mr. Javin. The Jarvan is kind of back with that oh, with that little oh. lockdown.
0: Oh yeah, Demacia <laughs> just coming in there with the cataclysm. It's beautiful. Yeah, Jarvan's a great CC, great tank, and people are honestly scared of him.
1: Yes, very scared. And his good good mobility, good engage and disengage. It's just a it's a great champ if you can get him, um, or or if you see that uh, he's possibly going to get picked for the other team make sure you ban him
0: exactly see the thing with jarvin is he pairs well with the other champions we've mentioned already so let's say he traps three people in his cataclysm katarina's coming in and dumping just dumping Hit dps off,
1: just slamming your face exactly. on Arg.
0: you the Malzahar can stay on the outside of the wall and lock down another target that you've already closed in a small area it's jarvin is just very good for team fights yes but my uh, must. my sleeper jungle pick is the god staff oh. jacks i've been playing it a lot and
1: i have been doing numbers <laughs> boy let me tell you Jesus. I don't play jungle much, um, but I will tell you a champion that I've noticed in recent times has been a lot easier to play, and that is Wukong. Okay. I've, I've played him in the top lane, and I'm sure if you're a jungler, you know of Wukong. Yes. Um, but I think he's a strong pick in the meta. Does a de- does a pretty good amount of base damage early, which is huge, Um, especially if you can get those level 3 ganks for your team. That's exactly. amazing.
0: His Q just does the armor shred, and when you're ganking early, that's so important. Oh, yeah. Because if you already don't have armor, say you're running Precision Domination Runes, I can hit you with a Q and you're losing 30% of the
1: armor you don't have. Yep, so, exactly. Plus his uh, his clone stuff, the invisibility, is just so easy. You start, if you see your target and you're in the river, go up top lane, W in the bush, come around, get your positioning, QE auto, done. Boom. Done. AC, it's AC. Alrighty, moving on to support. Janna is the top pick, although I did not have much fun with a Janna in our <laughs> recent game. <laughs> I got very tilted. Oh my god. But um, if it's a good Janna or a somewhat competent Janna, she's very good with her uh, tornadoes and getting crowd control. Her ultimate with the pushback is so useful in team fights, dude. She's a really good champion right now, and she has a, a quick silence as well, I believe. She's got a slow, a knock-up, a knock-back,
0: a heal, a speed boost, an AD boost with her shield. It is just stupid. <laughs> Tarek is back in the, the meta. Janna. I saw that. Yes. Um... Pretty much tank supports are really big right now. I've seen a little bit of Tom Kench come back, but
1: that is not someone you want to be playing. Not as hot right now. I think at Worlds, that was a big pick, but not right now, not in 8.1. If you want to play Tom
0: Kench, just play the Alistar or Taric instead. Yep, exactly. It's got instant engage, you have lockdown CC, and it's easier to hit. Um, well, actually, it's easier to hit point and clicks than skill shots. It really That's is. for sure. It really <laughs> is.
1: It's just here I am, and you're dead.
0: And Tom's ult just doesn't bring enough to the table that an Alistar face tanking or an invulnerable Terracult can do.
1: Exactly. And speaking of Alistar, he was another pick that we had in the support role, if you're interested. Absolutely. Um, he's he's really back in the meta. It, it's time for Ally to get in that bot lane and just start headbutting and... Rushing some fools down, baby.
0: I just want the Jungle Alistar to come
1: back. Oh, my God. What a fun time that was. That is not fun for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you that. Uh, The last pick in here is the Nami. That yes. stupid freaking fish woman. I tell you what, if you get a decent Nami against you, bro, it's going to be annoying. It's
0: fucking annoying, those empowered auto attacks. Because I'm not even worried about the bubble, but then I get so pissed worrying about the empowered autos that I'll get trapped in a bubble before I know it and I'm dead.
1: I get more annoyed with the knockup waves that she, she constantly can keep throwing, especially with the sorcery runes, man, with the mana flow band. She'll just constantly be able to just sit here and just spam it. Just spam exactly. those freaking waves at you. So Nami is good. My sleeper pick, Hmm. don't worry, Shen. Shen He's back, baby. All right. The Shen port is back. I tell you what, I went 2-0 because I was just feeling like doing some sup because people were whining about it uh, in a game I played recently. And, uh, dude, I mean, he has the taunt. You can position really well, like, if you're, you know, if you're red side – You can come down. You basically just hang around the river while your ADC is on the other side. If they try to engage, you rush in, taunt, and then you hit the Your W is so beneficial, especially against a Vayne or something like that. Oh, yes. So he can get that tanky build going. Plus you have his ultimate, which makes you a global split pusher once you hit about 17, 20 minutes. It's just a really good solid sleeper pick for me. I have personally had a lot of success with it. Who for you might be a sleeper pick in this support role? Um, I'm not
0: so much sure it's a sleeper, but Lulu is Lulu. a very good yes. champion right now. Her polymorph just changes team fights for you. The ultimates, the shields, the speed boosts, fantastic
1: support. And if you can pull off a good Blitzcrank, that's always fun to have. Blitzcrank, if you can somehow get him through ban phase right now, is busted. Exactly. Love it. Last but not least, the tippy top lane, Nausus, is back. Susan. Max E. (laughs) The fucking cane. Yes, max your E, and you will succeed with Nausus. Get your spell book, you're good to go.
0: Uh, Oh, no, you got to max your Q, man. You got to drop the cane. Oh, baby. talking about one-shotting people and opening the gates up. (laughs) Yes.
1: But anyways, uh, yeah, tanky top laner, good CC for your team no one can really lane with you right now with your base health and base like regen it's just it's ridiculous
0: yeah if you're gonna play nasus just make sure you ban darius and you should be okay i doubt uh, honestly that's i'm gonna hold that that's my sleeper pick i'm not gonna drop it yet Ooh, yep, okay that's okay. my sleeper
1: moving right along the allowy dude she this champ is through, ridiculous yeah. Don't feed the Alawi, goddammit. <laughs> Those tentacles just coming out of the ground and smacking you about. Yes, it's just hentai everywhere. <laughs> oh, god. <laughs> oh, god, no. Uh, moving along, Gangplank, speaking of underwater and sea monster creatures, the pirate has made his way back into the top lane, Relevance. His ultimate, I think, is the main reason. They kind of gave him some stuff on that, so.
0: Yes, our one of my favorite streamers, Cutie Pie. he brings out the, the Gangplank every once in a while, and I oh, enjoy yeah. seeing it. Those barrels are hard to hit, man. They are though. What, though.
1: He's a tough champ to use mechanically, but if you can, dope. And of course, Malphite, the most annoying champion post twenty minutes to engage your team with. <laughs> I swear to you, like the the freaking roots, man. When he does his ultimate and he starts, you just see him coming at you. You're like, I'm gonna escape. I'm
0: gonna escape. Oh, are you talking about Maokai,
1: then? Is it Malphite?
0: Malphite's the big rock that slams into you and Either knocks way. everyone up.
1: Either way, the knockups or the whatever, it's N- no, Don't
0: play any champion top that starts with an M. You just don't <laughs> do it.
1: They're both ridiculous right now. I don't like it. All right, so who's sleeping up top for you? Right now, I will pick a Galeo. Ooh, that's
0: actually not a bad pick. He's kind of fallen
1: out of the meta since his nerf, but I think he's a really solid top-line pick still. He obviously has good base health and his overall tankiness as you level up is just too nice and the fact that his
0: ultimate pretty much only comes through team
1: fights is nice because you i'm pretty sure you can only ult onto allies yep exactly so if you see somebody getting in trouble and you're in range hit that r watch the amazing cinematic that comes along with it It's so epic (laughs) it's dope dude so yeah i think that's a good sleeper pick if you can get it is galio and if you notice that your team's doing a lot of ad he's a good pick for that if you launch him full ap with health regen you'll be just fine in the top lane
0: now, if you want to know my sleeper pick, that's going to shut down that fucking Darius every time. Ooh, You played the, de- the devil himself, oh, Satan. No. Oh, no. Yes, Master Tito. Oh, yes. Yes, Tito is back and oh, better than ever. I hate him. I know, I do too, yet I have so many skins for him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, but those are our recommended champions for you as you make your climb to greatness. Good luck onto all of you. It should be a good season.
0: Yes, and do your best to become tilt-proof. I have decided season eight, I will never tilt again. I've played nine ranked games so far and have not tilted once. Not tilting is the key to success. Even if you lose the match, you are learning if you don't tilt, because as soon as you tilt, you're blocking out all information coming back in that could be useful for the future.
1: Yes, and I will recommend if you are a bronze player, just farm. Just farm. If you can farm and you can out-CS your guys, like, you don't even have to fight champions. That is exactly. a fact. I have literally done nothing in working on my farm and norms, and all I'm doing is just out CSing my opponents, and I don't even have to fight them. I get one or two kills a game, we still win in 20 minutes. Exactly.
0: Just you work on your CS, you don't have
1: to fight, and please drop the tunnel vision. Please. For the love of your teammates. Please. <laughs> please. I'm also going to recommend Moblitics. Uh I don't, I don't know if I talked to you about that or not. I, like I mean, I know what MobileLytics are. Yeah. They're very I mean, helpful. Uh, if you are interested and you really just kind of want to make a quick climb and see what's up, get yourself registered at MobileLytics.com. It's an app that basically you register your league account, and it tracks your games and tells you what you suck at
0: that's helpful honestly
1: (laughs) like for me it was farming so i've spent the last 20 30 games literally just focusing on farming i'm not even engaging people are tilting at me i'm like i'll throw games if i don't have a good farm like i'm working on it that's the only reason i'm there so yes farming is so important because it's guaranteed gold if you can do it correctly exactly bro exactly oh what
0: a day what a day i'm gonna i'm honestly i don't know I was thinking I might play another one, but it, my, I think my mom has to do homework on, the, on their true. computer. That's true. Sad
1: boys. I might do one promo and see how it goes. I don't know what lane. I'll just have to wing it. But Wing we'll it, s- baby. We'll see, baby. We'll see. Uh, well, Bilky, it's on to the next part of the show. Yes, it's been a while. Hey!
0: We're back! Mr. Carey, it's been a while. How you doing, Bilky? I'm doing better than ever. My God, that ponytail, son. It looks gorgeous. Thank you. I'm going for the samurai look right now. You
1: look like Yasuo in the the winds of Japan. Oh, my heart. (laughs) Floating upon a mountain with your majestic sword of justice. Thank you. Yes. It's time for If You Wanna Read.
0: What do you got for me, Mr. Carey?
1: Today on uh, If You Wanna Read, to be honest, dude, I saw this on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. There's a new Godzilla show on there. I like giant
0: lizards.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't watched it yet, but I really want to watch this new Godzilla show. I mean, I might have to give it a view now. Yeah, for real. And the other thing I'm going to recommend, I got all these books from – my dad ordered these for no reason. He's just one of those kind of guys. But they're Star Wars Legends books, so they literally mean nothing to the myth or mythology of the movies now. But uh, Heir to the Empire, it's about Luke after Return of the Jedi. So, yeah, I just – I would recommend that book if you can find it.
0: My recommendation comes on Netflix. If you are a fan of Sir Jason Momoa... Oh, baby. He's not actually a sir, but whatever.
1: Might as well be. He's
0: not knighted, but he is a sir to me. (laughs) (laughs) If you enjoy Jason Momoa, if you enjoyed Khal Drogo, if you like Aquaman, give the show Frontier a look. It takes place back whenever uh, fur trapping was a major, major source of income for New America. And that's where it takes place. It's about him... And I, I don't even want to say anything, dude. You just have to watch this. Watch Frontier, It's about people. fur
1: trapping and Jason Momoa being a badass. That's all you need to know. Excellent. Well, Bilky, again, we've done this. No money was spent. A podcast is the result. How can we do this?
0: A lovely website called podcast.com.
1: You're darn right. Podcast.com. It's the best place to host your podcast because it's 100% free with no limits on storage and optimized search engine capabilities so that way your podcast gets out on the interwebs in the itunes search bar it's a fact
0: oh
1: man you can get some of these reading recommendations on comiXology uh none of these that were listed today unfortunately (laughs) because they're not comic books um but it's a great website because if you have an amazon account a couple clicks of a button you can switch it over and you'll get access to thousands upon thousands of free comic books with your comiXology subscription it's awesome please consider it Yes.
0: Oh, and if you're an anime fan, make sure you're keeping up with Dragon Ball Super. Shit is hitting the fan. That (laughs) is what
1: I have heard. But if you want to tweet at us or uh, let us know about stuff, you can find me on Twitter at Jalen Holston. Bilky, where can people find you?
0: Talk to me on Twitter at LG Bilks. I'm not that lonely, but I do enjoy the conversation from time to time.
1: Yes. And if you have nerdy questions, throw them all away, and we'll do a Twitter segment or something maybe. Who knows? Exactly. Even if
0: I don't know the answer up right, I will do the research and find out for you. Yes. Because I care.
1: We will do the work. I care. <laughs> oh, man. Stay sweaty, nerds, and we'll see you next week. Leave.